previously on the Two Drunk Accountants. If we get enough, let's say 20 votes, 20 votes, would that be enough for you? 20 votes saying that they would like us to do that? 30. 30? If 30 people vote yes on the poll, All right. we will do it and we'll get sloshed and we'll talk <laughs> about the budget updates as they roll Dan, in. Dan will drink some apple teenies. I will go to town on those apple teenies. I'm kind of looking forward to this. Yeah. Like, really, as accountants, we should be doing this every year, to be <laughs> honest. If we get 30 votes on Facebook, mm. we're doing it. We're doing it. We're getting snickered. We're getting snickered. I'm going to have some apple teenies. <laughs> I'm going to be heavy on the teeny. <laughs> Drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, 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 drunk. That's me drinking a delicious Cosmo, Tim. Delicious. Everyone had to listen to you slurp the shit out of that cup. Exactly. First live intro onto the onto the show. Yeah. Do you know what I like, Tim? Cosmos. You know what I like, Dan? What? Lower taxes yeah. for everyone. Hey, Tim, I'm not sure if you know this, um, but it's, it's a pretty big deal. That's right, Tim. The budget. I can, in the just, black. I can just imagine ScoMo singing that too. Yeah, they were, they were jamming. Bugging, bugging black down. I don't think he sounds like I that. I don't know. <laughs> I <was> just... <laughs> let's, play, let's play a game called Questions Tim's Asked Me Today. First question, who's Josh Frydenberg? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a legit question. No, it's a legit, our... Treasurer of our country right now. Yeah. Didn't even know it. No, and, and they change so often. I mean... If you asked me a year ago, I would have said Scott Morrison, but he's our Prime Minister, Tim. He is. He he's is. our Prime Minister now. For now. So, Tim, let's let's get into it. We have no real structure for today's episode. We've been sitting here with a if few beverages. <laughs> we just watched all of um, Josh Frydenberg's budget announcement. Posted our first couple of live videos ever. Just, just as we promised that we would. Um, and now we're going to analyze from the little facts that we've got. Yeah. So, Tim. Um, you have a little facts, Dan? I do have some little facts. Let's start with what, what we joked about just now. He has announced that the budget for the first time in 12 years mm. uh, will be in surplus. Is that a good thing? I guess. It really gives a shit. Exactly. They're, I mean, they're really trying to push that it is a great... Yeah, it's great. Actually, I mean, we're not going into more debt. That's good. When I, before the budget, we watched a bit of the ABC News, which, by the way, Dan, I haven't watched that for a while. Mm. It was pretty good. Yeah. Quite enjoyed it. I really liked the old lady stories. There was two of them. Yeah, there was a couple of old ladies, good news stories. Mm. Um, anyway, the finance guy, mm. I can't remember his name, but he's really good, the finance guy. Mm. And he just put a little bit of a teaser in there about the government and why they can reach a surplus. He didn't really say that because they're not really allowed to say shit on the ABC. But mm. he was like, well, it's higher than, much higher than expected. Commodities prices. Yeah. Like way higher mm. than they anticipated. Mm. And higher than anticipated um, taxable income. Yeah. For households. Yeah. A lot higher than they anticipated. Which means the as revenue well. is higher. Which exactly. Means of course they're making it. If, if, if it continues in that trend, so they're making a profit. You could easily say, oh, the government 
would achieve either party would achieve surplus right yeah, now. That's right, and it, is, it does say here. Um, I'm looking on the ABC's website because they're a good source. Um, it says that it's 7.1 billion dollar surplus next year, um, but that also depends on factors that are outside the government's control, such as the global economy, so yeah, commodity prices. Exactly right. That could change overnight. Exactly. But uh, I mean, as an Australian, pretty happy to hear we're back in surplus. You yeah. don't want to be. You don't want to be an increasing deficit forever, do you? No, you don't want that. And, and, and governments don't work exactly the same way a business does. So, yeah, deficits and surplus sort of have a different meaning. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. But in general, surplus seems to be good. I mean, well, well, you know what I'd like? Exactly the right amount every year, <laughs> because that means they're utilizing all of their resources <laughs> on things that are needed. Yeah, true. Um, anyway, oh, well, to people who don't know what a surplus or a deficit means, well, literally, the government has been in debt for the last twelve years. Yes, and when they talk debt, it's billions of dollars. Yeah, so a, it's a not surplus millions. means in that year they're bringing more revenue in than they're paying out in expenses and things, and they're paying down some of that debt. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So that's good. Yep. Uh, so that's one thing. That's one thing to chat about. But Tim, we are a small business podcast. So I think what we should probably dive in... Uh, excuse me, just burping up some Cosmo. I think what we should probably dive into... It's not into, even bubbly. <laughs> it's cranberry. Um, what, 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 what some of these things... What, Dan? <laughs> what are some of these things, Tim, that relate specifically to small business people? Um, yeah, all right. Both you know, individually and the business as a whole. Well, um, lower taxes. Did we mention lower taxes? Lower, uh, lower taxes. Tim, I don't know if you know this, but they're going to do all the stuff. They're going to deliver a surplus without increasing taxes. Oh, did, they should have mentioned that. He didn't. It should have been the catchphrase of the night. It should have been, <laughs> we're doing all of this without increased taxes. That's what, you know, he should have said it at least 15 times. We'll get to why he, he harped on about that mm. later. Okay. But right now, we're talking about the Liberal Party. Mm-hmm. And they're lowering taxes, Dan. Mm-hmm. So, $158 billion. I'm pretty sure that's not a typo on my behalf. Mm-hmm. Of tax relief. Ooh. Largest personal income tax cuts since the Howard government. The Howard government, Tim. Which is interesting. He dropped that. Howard! (laughs) What's that? (laughs) Big Bang Theory. Oh, okay. Anyway. It's interesting he dropped the Howard government in there. I feel like he's just trying to like get credibility. But they always do that. I'm friends with that guy. The the, the liberal government are always saying... Costello and Howard. We're doing this like the Howard government. (laughs) Because it's like people have like a... Oh, that was... Times were pretty good. We made surpluses every year. True. Um, And so people always think, oh, you know, Howard government. And then they're always like, we're just like them. True. We have policies that are about 10 years old. They literally mentioned Peter Costello as well. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so Um, they're dropping tax rates. They're more than doubling. They're doing that in two ways. Yep. They're going to more than double the low and medium income tax offset. Interestingly, he said medium income tax offset. So let me start here. In last year's budget, and if you're unsure about what happened last year, go back to one of our, I think it's episode three of the podcast, (laughs) where we talk about last year's budget. Um, But essentially what they said last year was um, they're going to... 
increase um, the low income tax offset um, and push it all the way up until um, what, what was the number? Increase uh, incrementally between thirty seven thousand to forty eight um, before the maximum offset of five thirty is applied. Right. Um, to those earning between 48 and 90 grand. So essentially pushing this $530 offset in your tax all the way up until 90 grand. And it fades out when fades you reach out. that exactly. amount. So yeah. by the time you're at 80 grand, you're only getting like, you could get 50 bucks of yeah. low income tax offset. But what it does is it, it actually applies against tax. Yeah. So it is a direct tax saving Correct. to you. Correct. Um, just depending on what your income is, so, right? So if you're at 48 grand and you're getting the full $530, you're actually getting $530 less tax. Yep. Which is great. Yeah, it is good. So that was an announcement last year. Um, and yeah. essentially what they're saying this year is... Right now it's like 400 bucks. Yeah, and it's only up to yeah less than that. Yeah. Um, I've forgotten the amount right now, but it's less than that. Yeah. Um, but what they're saying now this year is that that was so popular last year... We're going to double it. Yeah, we're just like, we're just double that shit. Double that shit. And Tim, we're going to do it without increasing without taxes. Without increasing taxes. <laughs> so it's going to be more like 1030 Yes. Which, Dan, for a single person is $1,030 saved. Yeah. For a couple. For a couple. That's $2,060 saved. Hey, Tim, do you know if you lived in a four-adult household? <laughs> That's $4,120 $4, saved. <laughs> Think about uh, if eight people lived in your house, Tim. <laughs> That's so much money. So just, much money. I just love how, yeah, in their budget speech, yeah, they're just dropping these things and they're like, <laughs> for a couple... Yeah. That's 2060. <laughs> it's like that's just double. Let's double your previous number. Yeah. That that so you should have just said a thousand bucks per person. Yeah. Exactly. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah, so that's good. And they're also lowering a tax rate. Yes. Um which I thought they were kind of doing Yeah, so I'll go into that, but explain to me what what they've said this year. Okay, so right now there's a 32.5% tax rate uh, for people who are earning over $37,000 of income um, all the way up to, I believe it's something like 80 grand at the moment. Uh, it's 90 for 90. 2019 okay. tax year. For 2018 tax year, it was 87. Or 87? Something. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Cool, cool. So, um, they're actually proposing that by 2024, that no one will pay more than 30 cents in the dollar for their tax that earns up to $200,000. Mm-hmm. So, there's going to be a 30% tax rate between the income ranges of $45,000 and $200,000. Interesting. That means that 90% apparently, this is one of the stats, yeah. Frydenberg dropped, 90% of taxpayers will pay no more than 30 cents in the dollar. Yeah. So, this is 2024, by the way. Yeah, which is, it's a long way away. So let's go back again to last year. So mm-hmm. last year, what they announced was that people earning between $87,000 and $90,000 will get mm-hmm. a tax break in the 2019 tax year. So immediately that year. Nice. Um, North. Essentially, it's just people in that $3,000 tax range are going to be moved from uh, $0.37 cents down to 32 point. They're going to yeah, drop back down. Yeah. Push, um, the, which push the bracket out you know, to $90. It's only $3,000. Not that many people. Mm. And it's not that much money. But, really, that's nothing. But what the main plan was going to be that in 2022, the top threshold of lower tax bracket would be increased from 37000 to 41000 meaning that earners will fall inside the $0.19. Cent mm. And 
here it is. Treasurer Ooh. Scott Morrison. That's actually big for small business owners. Yeah. Mm. So Treasurer Scott Morrison says the plan will mean 94% of the Australian taxpayers will pay no more than 32.5 cents. So that's what he said oh. last year. <laughs> so this year they've said the exact same thing, but the 30 cents. Yeah, so, yeah. so all they've done is pushed that out a little bit further. Uh. Um, which is fine. Which by that time, they're predicting surpluses of like bloody 50 billion per year or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't have the exact amount, but it was roughly 50 billion. Um, yeah, <laughs> it was. It was a lot. But yeah, no. So in the current tax year, 2019 tax, so the, the end of the year that we're just about to finish, Yeah. Um, at the moment, it's 32.5 cents for anyone between 37 grand and 90 grand. So that 90 grand limit happened immediately. Yeah. Um, but then gradually in five years time mm, we can expect that to be 230 cents that's actually pretty good yeah like i feel pretty happy about that yeah how Not many that i'm people, earning 200 grand i was about to say anything. how many people are really earning between Mate. you know really all so two and a half percent is going to benefit everyone between 37 and 90 mm. but you're up to 200 grand um definitely at least Seven cents for them, seven percent for them, yeah. and up and you know, 180 to 200, um, they're paying 45 cents for everything above that, so they're saving a lot. So, really, this is a tax cut for the pretty wealthy, yeah. It's a small tax cut for the middle income, yeah, and a big tax cut for the wealthy, not yeah. extreme wealthy, but it's, like medium wealthy. Well, what will be interesting, Dan, is in the next five years, we should see hopefully, I mean, I'm hoping incomes increase, yeah, right. And because, I mean, it needs to catch up to like the cost of houses and the cost of living. It needs to catch up a little bit. Yeah. And so I think that is where I did, I did kind of like what Friedenberg was saying. Mm. Guys call him Fry. Yeah, call him Fry. I like what Fry was saying about earn more and keep more of what you earn. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) See, Tim, he used a lot of really emotive language in this budget. He was like, (laughs) so essentially we're going to give a tax cut. But instead of just saying that, it was... Working families, yeah, <laughs> they go to work first thing in the morning. They work a full day. They come back, and then they got to look after the kids. Oh. The kids, Tim. But what we're gonna do? Well, Fry obviously he has them children. Their money he's, back. A work- <laughs> he's a working parent. <laughs> but so essentially, it's a small tax cut for pretty much everybody. Well, that's pretty powerful for small business um, owners. Yeah, exactly. Um, and actually, what's interesting about that, in my mind, as an accountant. Anyone who has a family trust structure with children who are over 18 but studying, not Mm. earning an income, Mm. pushing that up to 41 grand. Mm. um, Saves a lot of tax. That saves heaps. But then 30% for every dollar above that, for everybody up to 200, (laughs) saves a lot too. Almost makes the tax money opportunity pointless. What is that? 100 100 grand times 2.5%, two and a half grand Mm. if you're earning 200. It's not bad. It's all right. It's a trip to, uh, yeah. well, trip to New Zealand. I, I think it's a little bit deceiving trip. saying that we're giving huge tax breaks to um, working hard families. Yeah. It's not a lie because they are. Yeah. But the bigger tax break is going to people over yeah. 90 grand, which yeah, yeah. you'd hope is more people. But in reality, the, you know, the median income is nowhere near 90 mm, grand. Yeah. Um, it's less than that. So It's an interesting one. Interesting one. Small, medium business was then mentioned next by yeah. Fry. So, by Fry, and I've read a few things on the internet here. Um, 
apparently small and medium businesses were the big winners out of the budget tonight, Tim. Oh, really? They were the big right. winners. Well, let me tell you what I heard. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. <laughs> I, was, I was like, why are we laughing at the big winners? I was Something going to be cheering for the big winners. Too. Okay, all right. Um, so I heard here there's cutting taxes, there's access to finance, and better cash flow for small business. We are all about that cash flow, Tim. Mm. Mm. Series coming at you soon. Cash flow. Um, well, that's an interesting one. And they're talking about e-invoicing there with the cash flow, by the way. But um, yeah. the main things that they had to say about small business to me were uh, <laughs> was the instant asset write-off. Yeah. and he, Increasing to 30K. Yeah, which is great. And he said up from 25, by yeah, the way. Yeah, so I'd, I'd like to clarify this. So they announced earlier this year that they're going to increase it to 25. from 20 to 25. It's currently at yeah. 20 to 25. Now, everyone's been talking about the current instant asset write-off is 25. That's not law. No, it's not law. It is currently 20. No, that's, that's on the shelf right now. Exactly. So As it, is the, um, the, uh, the thing for super. You know how there's that... Amnesty period? Yeah, that's, that's also, on the shelf as well. That's on the shelf as well. Hasn't been passed yet. So, so this twenty-five grand wasn't even part of the budget last year, and and it's it's nothing's happened with it. But yeah. the, everyone's been talking about as if, as if this as is if the current fact. rule, but yeah. it's not. No. Uh, if as far as I'm concerned, if I'm lodging a tax return for 2019, it's twenty grand. It's still twenty grand. It's I haven't 20 grand. I haven't heard any different. There's been no law, no law passed about that. Hmm. So. He really missed a big opportunity to say that we've gone from 20 to 30. <laughs> I know. I didn't. I, didn't, I was Idiot. like 25. Yeah. He should have said we earlier announced six months ago that we're going to go from 20 to 25, but now yeah. we've decided to go all the way to 30. Yeah. 20 to 30. We're going to 30. We're going to 30, Tim. Now, the other thing he said about that was that it's actually going to apply to medium businesses now. And Correct. the way this they do that change. is by raising the turnover threshold for businesses that are allowed to claim the immediate um, small the yeah. immediate asset write-off. So recently, this went from two million to ten million. That yeah. they pushed it. Um, this happened over a, a you know a couple yeah. of years ago. Um, it's going it to fifty mil. It's going to fifty. So that's not for all small business concessions. That's from what I understand. No, it's just the instant asset. Purely just for the instant asset. So small businesses, mm. your concessions stay the same at ten mil for most of them. Capital gains two mil. Um, yes, but for medium businesses up to 50 mil, yeah. you can now claim the instant asset write-off of $30,000 mm. immediately written off uh, your taxable income, which is, you know, roughly, um, if you're a medium business, it's, it's roughly 10 grand of savings. Pretty solid. Great. Up to 50 mil, you can imagine what they're spending on assets. Yeah, a lot, I'd imagine. Mm. But I don't really put that as small businesses being the big winner from this budget. That's mm. literally the only thing I heard. And the only way you could say they're a big winner from this budget is that they're not making the tax changes that Labor are making. Yeah, no, but <laughs> he, he, here's the other... There are a couple other things. So the other thing was that the tax rate, um, which in 2019 is 27.5, um, in the 2020 budget... Um, to 25 cents in the 2022 budget. So five years earlier than planned. So by 2022, yeah. um, in that tax year, your small business tax rate will be 25% uh -huh. instead of 27.5, which it is now. And that's gradually been decreasing from 30. Yeah. So traditionally, it was always 30%. Yeah. Um, that dropped down to 28.5 and then dropped down to 27.5. Mm -hmm. And 
it was always planned to go down to 25 by a certain date in the future. Yeah. Um, they've brought that forward by four, uh, five years to 2022 um, to 25%. Cool. So the small business tax rate is decreasing. We already knew that. We already knew that. They've just brought it forward and it's still not for a couple of years. <laughs> so it's not a big win right now. I'm not sure you. about that being a big win. Yeah. I'm not getting that excited about that. Uh, there's an extra incentive for apprenticeships. Oh yeah. Um, employers true. will receive four thousand dollars, two thousand dollars after the first twelve months of an apprenticeship and two thousand dollars at its completion. Um that's you know, a, yeah. Well, you know where I, I see opportunity for small business? Export. In, yeah. When we were <laughs> as Dan's Cosmo Glass just hits the <laughs> microphone. <laughs> um <laughs> Um uh, yeah, um export. So we actually discovered there's some excellent export grants yeah, up for grabs for, for small business. This is something we've seen during the year. We've been working with clients with yeah. some export grants and they've just announced a further $60 billion, was uh, it? No, it was a million. Uh, still. Got ahead of myself. <laughs> still. $60 billion's a lot. Now I'm disappointed with only $60 million. <laughs> Might as well but not put it a, in. If you have a brilliant idea for an export mm. or if you're currently exporting... Mm. Geez, look into this. Gee willikers. Yeah, so at the moment... There could be some money yeah. on the table that you're missing so, out so on. So an example right? of one of the grants at the moment is if you, you can get 50% of your marketing spend mm. back um, yep. from advertising your product over, to overseas markets. Dan and I were thinking, let's just fucking... Let's market the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> to, uh, this to is an export. Overseas markets. And then um, our travel overseas. That's definitely advertising. ZeroCon USA. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely advertising. We'll go over and uh, drink some Cosmos and some Appletinis. Yeah, spread spread the gospel. Um, no, but yeah. So this is this is something. I, I don't know if if this sixty million dollars is meant to be different grants, further grants, if it's still in the same marketing area or what it is. Look, I don't know what. All I know, Dan, is they're doing all of this without increasing taxes. Without increasing their taxes. Here, here. Here, here, Tim. Here, here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting. Um, but yeah, so the government says that the measure, uh, so this apprenticeship one, the government says the measure will support up to 80,000 new apprentices over five years hmm. um, for 8, eligible dollars. occupations. So these hmm. in areas that represent skill shortages. Hmm. Um, yeah. I don't have those areas right here. You mentioned some of them. Yeah, I don't have them right here or, or remember them. They were like trades and baking. Baking? You said baking. Man, I love some baking. <laughs> I'd love some bread right now. <laughs> <laughs> the budget also proposes 10 training hubs across Australia at a cost of $50.6 million over four years, focusing on training in industries that have local skill shortages. So our old high school became one of these training uh, hubs after we left. The entrance campus. The, the entrance campus became one of these training hubs uh, where, where like you could still get your um, high school certificate, but you were also doing an apprenticeship at the same good, time. It's a good idea. Yeah. I like it. I, I have no qualms mm, about this. Good. I'm glad to hear that, Dan. Mm, no qualms. Okay. Qualm free. Dan, no qualm Osborne. That's what they call me. Um, okay. So they also slated... I mean, here's the other opportunities for business. 100, bill, 100 billion, Dan, mm. for infrastructure works over the next decade. Um, things like... And then just, I'm just going to list some of these off. Some of them are current. Some of them are future. Mm. A commuter car park program. Mm. Yeah. 
Uh, here's a big one for me. Long-term fast rail vision for Australia. Yeah. Now, so Ooh. I actually wanted to talk to this uh, to you about this. Yeah. I listened to a podcast by the ABC this uh-huh. week um, uh-huh. uh, called The Money. Cool, cool. And it was on Australia's high-speed rail. Cool. And whether or not it's a good idea. Okay. What'd right? they say? Essentially... It was just not economically feasible. Like, is it going to cost too much? Yeah. Well, uh, the government would have to subsidize it. Yeah. Always. Well, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but what they what they said is it, it could be done and it can be done, but essentially, they were like, it should start. States should fund it themselves yeah, with a little bit of government yeah, support in yeah. each little area. It shouldn't just be <clears throat> let's build one from Melbourne to Brisbane. Yeah. Let's start off with little bids and then they can join up at a later point. It's interesting. Which is essentially what the government just said. We're going to start with Melbourne to Geelong. Yeah. And then, and so the, the main one. They also mentioned other regional hubs like Wollongong, yeah. Sydney, Newcastle. Well, the ones that the podcast, so they were speaking to experts about it. And the ones that they recommended, the ones that should happen first, Sydney to Newcastle is the biggest um, Absolutely. railroad There'd connection in the country. So many apparently. people so, catching that train. So that is the number one. Yeah. Um, Sydney to Canberra is also another big one. Yes. And then it was Melbourne to Geelong and out to further into yeah. the country and yeah. Brisbane to somewhere else. And then that it was like, sense. once you have them, then you could expand them over time to join up to each makes other. Makes a lot of and, sense. And they're also saying that it wouldn't be like a bullet train. It'd just be faster rail. Faster. Yeah. So it wouldn't be like, so like 300 k's an hour. It might only be, you know, 150. But still. But still a lot faster than what we're doing. Yeah. And yeah. express basically exactly. like. Yeah. It would be like a Sydney to Newcastle line. in forty minutes instead of an hour and forty Whoa. minutes. Like, yeah, I'm assuming Sydney to, to Newcastle in an hour and forty. That's what it takes. Oh no, sorry, it's Sydney. It's Sydney to the Central Coast in an hour. It's yeah, the Tugra Station. It's three hour hours to Newcastle. Yeah, three hours to Newcastle. So it might be Sydney to Newcastle in an hour and a half. Yeah, which is pff, it's half the good. Time. I know some people who work a day in Sydney from Newcastle. They fly. They fly. They fly. What? Yeah. They fly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. How much would that cost? Uh, they may or may not be liquidators. I I think that the cost to fly to Sydney. No, so the cost to fly to Sydney would be cheaper than the cost from the train from Sydney into the city, the airport, Kingsford Smith into the city. <laughs> it's like a four hundred thousand dollar train ride. It's, yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> It is, it is ridiculous. It makes me second guess traveling on that route every time. What else? Um, some other cool infrastructure work. Snowy 2.0. This mm. is currently happening. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Jade, um, my wife, she um, has mentioned this to me. That there's some sort of um, projects going on. Snowy 2.0. So yeah, that sounds pretty cool. They're going to make it bigger, right? Modernize it. And modernize it. And they're going to... Because essentially it's a battery. You, yeah, you well, store water at the top. Yeah, and when you want power, you let go of the water, yeah. and it turns turbines, and you get energy by the yeah. time it gets down the bottom. Yeah, but what they're doing apparently is make it modernize it, make it bigger, buy the electricity to pump the water to the top when it's cheap. Oh, so essentially you're, you're pumping water to the top to store it as a big battery. That's sick. And then when times are tough or there's not enough energy, you can then release it to let the water go that during more expensive so times sick. to make it cheaper. That's really cool. Cool, right? That is really cool. Cool. I like it. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. No doubt. No, 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 no. no. Um, Melbourne Airport Rail Link. 
Who's ever flown, flown to Melbourne and been utterly disappointed that you have to catch a bus into the city or have a family member pick you up? Who's ever flown into Melbourne and been utterly disappointed? Full stop. <laughs> <laughs> Melbourne's a great place. Yeah. Everyone loves Melbourne. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> Starting the rivalry. Seriously, what's wrong with Melbourne? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That one always kills. I like Melbourne. Yeah, you would. All right. So, um, Western Sydney Airport is another one, another example. Yeah. So, they're going to build a new train out to the Mm. airport as well. Yep. Apparently, it took the government, took 40 years worth of governments and this is the only government that's decided to put that one in. Mm. That's what they're saying. What else? There is no airport. Yeah, no. $3.9 $3.9 billion emergency response fund. Now, that raises a question, Dan. Mm. When they say they have a fund... <laughs> yeah, actually, well, I, w- I want to look into this. We should do an entire episode about the funding of governments. Yeah. When they say they have a fund, is this just an, an allocation on a balance sheet for a reserve or is there actual cash involved Playing or what happens? with the numbers. Exactly. <laughs> Government. Funding with the numbers. <laughs> it's a new series. Governing with the numbers. Governing with the numbers. Um, so that's all interesting. Um, a new local school funding program, scholarships for a thousand students to study in regional Australia each year. That's good. And here's one that might affect everyone listening right now. Mm. $75 per person towards a power bill mm. and $125 per couple. That's nice. Mm. As a, just a one-off payment. Mm. Yeah. I, I've seen a lot of advertising. How are you going to do that? It's going to be in your tax? L- leading up to the state. It must be in your tax. Leading up to the state election, there was a lot of propaganda out there about um, under the Liberal government, our electricity prices have increased 60%, uh, which is probably correct, uh, but it's not. it doesn't mean it's attributable to what they're doing. Yeah. Um, but I wonder if that is a response to that. I actually um, got a nice flyer from Labor um, for the state election. Mm. It was... Um, it was in my moat at the front of my house in the gutter. Yeah. And uh, we do an episode about your moat. Ironic- <laughs> Ironically, it said uh, the Liberal Party has been uh, dirtying our lakes and waterways. Brilliant. And it was one of the Labor Party's flyers <laughs> in the fucking water in Brilliant. my gutter. Brilliant. About to be sucked down into the uh, lake, I presume. Brilliant. Mm. Brilliant. Um, speaking of Labor. Um, so I they, picked it up. Don't worry, people. I put it in the bin. That's good. Uh, I just want to read this part here. What what they haven't... What we Obviously, what they're not doing in their speech is talking about what's shit about their budget. There's been nothing yeah. about any of the negatives. Where's the bad stuff? What, it, they're, they're doing all this new spending. They're cutting taxes. But what, mm. what services are they cutting? We haven't heard any of that. We don't know what Ooh. they're cutting to save... Like You don't get money from nowhere. As Tim said... A little bit of extra revenue potentially mm. is allowing them to have a surplus. But True. what does that mean? Um, well, that's probably a good services. segue. Are you going to look into what they're cutting? I was going to talk about, Dan, mm. a really interesting article I found on the ABC website, mm. which is talking about what Labor has already announced okay. for their budget. Yeah. Now, earlier in the week, I actually heard that Labor has said um, that if they get elected... They're going to have like a bonus. Yeah, I heard a bonus this budget, as well. That, which means that, we could be doing this again, again very soon. Yeah, I, I did hear this as well. 
Uh, so before you go into their ideas, I found what I was looking for. Okay. Um, so this is Labor's response. The shadow treasurer, who will be laying down responded potentially already? a new budget, um, has responded with a little paragraph. Already? Already. Yeah. He said, uh, this is a budget by a government which has given up governing. The budget itself forecasts lower wages growth, lower economic growth, lower consumption growth, and has no plan to do anything about it. I mean, nearly a quarter of it comes from spending less on people. The rest comes from highly heroic wages assumptions. Mm. Interesting. What does that mean? I don't know. I guess the devil's in the detail. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Anyway. So trying to say they're not really trying to push wage growth and stuff like that. Yeah, I think what it's saying is that they're, they're talking about all these tax cuts and things as being grand and positive, uh, but the actual assumptions around what their revenue might say, hey, we actually expect wage growth to be less next year and we expect mm, the economic to be down next year. Which is why we're giving you a little bit of tax back. Exactly. So, um, yeah, Which is why we're able to give you tax back because you're probably not going to pay the tax anyway. Exactly. Mm. And, and you know, obviously the government's not going to get up and say, hey, we actually expect wages to be less next year and the, yeah. the economy to turn down, not up. Um, but also, we don't know if well, this is just labor Crystal rhetoric ball. as well. This is just p- p- political rhetoric. So yeah. we, we don't know either side. But interesting. Um, still interesting. Well, on labor, um, basically, they've taken a whole different approach to what liberal have just done. Mm. <laughs> Stop rubbing your beard on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so labor's. Um, Labor's actually pursuing money-saving policies. Money-saving policies. Which means they're increasing taxes. Yeah, but that's why, Tim, that they're doing all their savings without increasing taxes. Do you know why, but Dan? (laughs) Why? Have you ever considered why they might have announced all of these things about increasing taxes in the lead-up to an election? I mean, I was questioning it. I was like, how are you you winning votes? My thought was they think that they're so far ahead that nothing's really going to hurt them. So it could be a little bit of that. Yeah. It could be a little bit of that. And they might be right. Mm. But it's actually a little bit um, maniacal and smart, Mm. I think. From a politician. look at this. The federal government set aside an election war chest uh, late last year using an accounting trick in its mid-year economic outlook. So that's what the government's doing in this budget. They're unveiling their war chest, right? right? And uh, the unannounced but funded policy is widely tipped to be another tax cut. So this was written before the budget, which we've received tonight. It happened, yeah. Now, Labor's approach is different. It plans to reduce payments by government and increase some taxes if it wins the election. Increase or just not decrease? Increase. Increase. And I will tell you the six or seven different taxes they've already said they're going to increase. Okay. So we know some of them being do. Um, uh, capital gains and um, negative, gearing. negative gearing and things that they've... Super. They're going to yeah, super. change super around a little bit. I'll tell you them in a second. Yeah. Um, so, uh, let's see. The government argues Labor's changes will threaten the housing market and hurt pensioner incomes. Mm -hmm. But as the election campaign heats up, which it will over the next few weeks, because they're they're about to call the election, election, these will give Labor leader Bill Shorten his own war chest. Right. So basically, he's told us the worst. Everything from here is good. Everything he's going to say from here on in is going to be like, I'm funding this. I'm giving people this money. I'm going to do this. So... 
he can actually announce billions in election promises while still leaving the budget in a similar position to the coalition's platform or save pennies to reduce the deficit. Because he's, he's gone ahead and said, hey, here are the big shitty things that we're yeah. going to do. Yeah. Um, things that, un- I shouldn't say shitty because they might be good, but unpopular things yeah, that unpopular. we're going to do. Well, no one wants increased taxes. No. Um, so here's the unpo- here are unpopular policies up front. Yeah. And then when you're actually thinking about who you're going to vote for, yeah. the Liberal government are going to talk about all these things, but we're just going to be pouring out the positivity. We're going to trump them. Yeah. We're going to absolutely trump them with yeah. ours. Yeah. So... If polls get close, Mr. Shorten might be tempted to splash the cash. So here's the here's the savings. This is these are things that they're going to tax higher. Mm-hmm. Uh, franking credit refunds. We've spoken about that. That's estimated ten point five billion dollars. Check out our episode the other week. Yep, wealthy tax estimated to be five billion dollars. That's a two percent levy on the tax rate of high income Australians. Mm-hmm. Uh, taxing trusts. $4 billion. Uh, Labor wants to introduce a minimum 30% tax rate to reduce the tax discounts from this practice. We talked about that before, by the way. Yeah, we'll, we'll do a bigger, I think. Yeah, this is just... Closer to the election, we, we might do a bigger thing about oh, that. definitely. I mean, Labor will respond, won't they, to this budget? Yeah, anyway. they definitely will, yeah. Uh, negative gearing, 2.5 bill. We've already... They, they want to get rid of negative gearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, super changes, which essentially is... People earning over two hundred grand will have to pay a tax. Uh, multinationals, one billion. Capital gains tax. So they're gonna they want to reduce the fifty percent discount to twenty five percent for future investments, and a deduction cap on accounting fees, which is half a billion. Dan, can you believe that? A deduction cap on accounting fees. Three grand per person per year as a suite of tax tweaks. Only for individuals, by the sounds of it. But if you're being, if you're paying more than three thousand yeah. dollars, well, apparently you're being ripped off. So apparently, uh, wealthy people are exploiting it to artificially reduce their incomes. I mean, I'd be more than happy to help a wealthy person uh, with, with accounting fees. How do you <laughs> interview? What have you got? Like <laughs> ten investments or something? Like, who gives a yeah, shit? Have you got ten million dollars of tax? Oh, I'll, I'll, 9.5 mil if you want. That's going to be my accounting base. <laughs> <laughs> I just saved you a lot of tax. It's ridiculous. <laughs> okay, cool. So, so the savings are very large. I mean, right there, mm. we've got a lot of savings. The spending promised. Mm. We've got an asset write-off, 3.5 bill. Public schools, 2.5 bill. Preschools, 2 bill. Hospitals, 1 bill. That leaves a war chest. $17 billion. So they can just start throwing money at yep. stuff. $10 million for this, $50 million for that, just $100 million for this, just half wait. a billion for this, That's a $2 lot. million for this. That's a lot. And yeah. that will still leave them, if they spend all that 17000000000 bill, it'll leave them in a very similar position, probably to what the coalition has just announced tonight. Yeah. Politics, eh? Interesting. Politics. I found that fascinating. It is fascinating. That article. That's very fascinating. Well, um, Tim, I don't have any further information about the budget. So at the moment, basically, if you're a small business, um, you're going to have an increased instant asset write-off up to, uh, what's it called? Uh, 30,000. 30 um, <laughs> what's it called? If you're earning 50 million or less in revenue, um, which is great. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you're going to have potentially the ability to get more apprentices. You're going to have a little bit more help with your export marketing. Um, and exporting, you're going to get, um, what was the other thing I had here? 
oh, there'll, there'll be a, uh, you're going to get the 25 grand tax rate mm-hmm. for small businesses um, five years earlier than expected, which is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you're an individual taxpayer and you're earning somewhere between 37,000 and 200,000 over the next five years or so, you're going to get a tax cut. So all good things for small businesses. Pretty good. We don't know what the bad side is yet. Um, I'm assuming over the next day or two, we're, we're going to, you know, the ABC usually releases a yeah. good article, the winners and losers from the budget. So yep. we will probably update this in next week's episode just yep. to say, hey, there's been a week's worth of information come out about this. Here's yeah, a little true. bit more about it. Um, but Tim, have you got anything else to add? Yeah, I've got a couple of other interesting things and if you want to just right. keep talking. yeah. And uh, I haven't really done this over the last few weeks. I forgot, but... Andrew's anecdotes. <laughs> 2.0, recharged. <laughs> All right. Fully loaded. Yeah, play it. Um, can you connect my phone via Bluetooth? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we're just uh, connecting the old phone Rooney. You should uh, be able there to find it, it now. I got it. I'm connected. So, Andrew's anecdote. It did crash and burn a little bit. Um, when we first did it, right, Dan? Yeah. You weren't a huge fan. Let's put it that way. But um, I'll tell you what, Andrew, he's a trooper and he's not going to give up that easy. No. All right? No. And uh, and I'm a big believer in the concept. Mm-hmm. So um, I haven't heard this one yet. Okay. <laughs> Play. Okay, you ready? Go. What if my dog only brings back the ball because he thinks I like throwing it. That's a very philosophical question. Mm. That's very much like the dog is just trying to please you, but it actually hates getting the ball. So am I, just, am I throwing it thinking he likes it and he's picking up thinking I like it, but really none of us like doing this activity? This has changed ball throwing for me or stick throwing forever. I recently got a dog, Dan, and I thought it was all for the dog, to be honest. That's the only reason I throw that ball and pick up the slobberiness. But what if you just didn't throw it? But they still want to do it, but then they can't really, but they can't comprehend. No, they're not. No, I'm back. I'm, I'm back. My brain's back. <laughs> they can't comprehend whether or not you enjoy this. Oh, they know, can see Dan. it in your face. I've read an they article. Definitely. You know how dogs turn their head on the side. I think they do a lot like of, that. Th- yeah. Apparently that's them. They get a better read on your face. So like when they turn yeah, their head, Dora does that all the time. They they get a better read on your emotions because they get it from mm. they they read a lot from nonverbal cues. Yeah. So when they turn their head, they're actually getting a better read on what your okay. what the sitch is. Hey, cat's home. Do you think Kat does things for your enjoyment or for her enjoyment? Hers. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good Andrew's anecdote though, right? That was a great... Actually, you know what? Andrew has redeemed himself in the Andrew's anecdotes. I think... Hey, Trina's here. Hi. Hello. (laughs) Just got back from the gym all red-faced. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, that was a good Andrew's anecdote, Tim. Um, he's you, redeemed himself in my book. I've never met Andrew. I've met mm-hmm. Nick, his brother. Yeah. Um, but I've never met Andrew. And very I, similar. Yeah, I think um, he's redeemed himself in my book. He yeah. can send one in next week. All right, no worries. I'll tell him that. He'll be very happy. What's your What's your next topic? Oh, uh, I was just going to say uh, musk sticks. Did you read that article? <laughs> yeah. I read that article. I showed Kat that article, didn't I? <laughs> How interesting was that? <laughs> it's in I a, love mustics. So this is the ABC article. Yeah, 
Yeah, so it's in a um, museum overseas somewhere of, of like disgusting food. Yeah. With Vegemite. So th- there's like a museum in Switzerland of disgusting food. Yeah. And three Australian foods made the list. Vegemite, Witchy Grubs and Musk Sticks. Yeah, Witchy Grubs, that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And, and Musk Sticks. Must and I was sticks. like, must sticks? They're the best thing ever. I, I could, like, they make you horribly sick after a packet of them, but I would, <laughs> I just devour packs of must sticks if, if I can't have them in front of me. I just love them. They are weird treats, and I've never really thought about it. The rest of the world doesn't eat them. Yeah. I've never I, really seen them anywhere else. I didn't think about it either. I was reading through the article, and it was talking about, like, um, uh, <laughs> uh, People from overseas eating them saying, why do I want a perfumed chalky stick? <laughs> like, why do I want that? And I was thinking it's that's true. And but it's the weird, it does feel like you're biting into a piece of chalk. Yeah, but it I love really it. the texture of I it. I love a must stick. Why do Australians love must stick so much? <laughs> I don't know. It's and really I, I think the article also said that um, Coles like, stopped selling yeah. must sticks a couple of years ago. There was and, and there was outrage. And they, like, within a month, had put it back on the shelves because yeah. everyone wanted the must sticks back. I actually screenshotted. <laughs> I was so interested in this article. I screenshotted a <laughs> thing from it. Um, Woolworths alone sells roughly 24 million must sticks per year. 24? I mean, that's individual must Yeah, must but there's probably sticks. like, what, 20 a packet, 30 a packet. So there's still millions of packets. It's crazy. It's crazy. I can't, I can't believe it. Yeah. Let's just give a shout out to must sticks, should we? I love must sticks. Yeah, get, get some musk in your mouth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get that stick in your mouth. <laughs> uh, uh. I don't really have another thing. I like that you're reading the ABC News now because I read that every day and we can talk about stuff. That popped into my uh, news feed on social media. Yeah. Yeah. It took me a long time to get there because it's <laughs> <laughs> the controller is further away from me today than it normally is. It's in a really is. difficult position. Mm, it's much further away from me than it normally is. We but are recording at Dan's hum- humble abode. And Cat. Yeah. And Cat. Cat's currently watching us. I feel bad that she's not partaking. Yeah, Trent, come over here. Come over here. Yeah, thank you. I'm good. I haven't been drinking. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> Am I right? It's budget night. <laughs> Who doesn't drink on budget night? It's like... I'm you... three Cosmos deep in a, in a cider. It's an early budget, Cat. This never happens. <laughs> uh, well, here at the Two Drunk Accountants, we love budgets. Um hmm. Not so much federal budgets, but, but here's, like, are we going to come back to this in a year and just be like, hey, what actually happened from this? I That's think we said thing. that last year. I think we said in a year's time, we should do a recap on last year's budget. Yeah, we kind of have. Shit, we kind of have. Um, I guess they're still keeping a lot of those tax cuts, even if some of them haven't actually passed law yet. Who keeps I, I the did, bastards on us? That's I, what I, I did read an article from... Um, Koshi's business builders, Tim. Oh, that very reputable source of yeah. information. And it, and it said things that happened in last year's budget that haven't actually happened yet. Oh. Um, and it wasn't that much there. It was a, a less generous R&D tax break is still before the Senate. Uh, so a reduction in the R&D tax break actually didn't. hasn't passed mm. yet. Um, something that we spoke about earlier, the amnesty to correct uh, lax superannuation practices. So mm. we spoke about that in a previous episode. Yeah. If you are behind in your super payments, um, they're giving you a little bit of amnesty to say, hey, I'm behind and quickly catch up on mm. payments um, rather than be penalized as you would now. Mm. Um, so Big that is there too, actually, business update. Yeah, that's still before the Senate. Mm. Um Although I think the ATO turned around and said we're just going to allow you to do it, we'll be a little bit lax. I'm on sure it. they'll, let, yeah. yeah. But you know what? You know what they're doing there. Right. They're actually changing that. At the moment, you have three months to declare that you have um, outstanding super, mm. and um, if you do that in that time, your company's 
heading into insolvency, well, then they won't hold you personally liable for the debts. Uh, that's huge. Now, but now mm. it's 21 days after the due date. So if you don't if you don't tell them within 21 days... And then you go insolvent, you're still personally liable. You're personally liable for the unpaid super. Well, you should be personally liable. Pay your super. It's not that hard. It's true. Uh, capital gains tax for expats who sell their Australian home is still before the Senate. So we spoke about that oh, briefly yeah. in a yeah, previous week. That's interesting. Um, but things that they did do, single touch payroll for all businesses passed, um, harsher penalties for employers that shirk superannuation duties passed, and a couple other things passed. But yeah, mm. so still a few things from last budget still before yeah. the Senate and still haven't been law. Yeah. Um, as we spoke about 25 grand immediate tax write-off, not law. That, well, ne- that never and, existed well, in reality. I mean, that never a, existed. There's an election coming up as well. So, so this I mean, was clearly an election, an election, election budget. budget. Yeah. Um, so let's take it all with a bit of grain of salt. Yeah. Um, we may be doing this again in September. I can't wait. I can't wait either, Tim. Neither can Cat. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. Well, uh, if you want to get in contact with us, if you think this was such spectacular coverage of the budget, get mm. in touch. Uh, you can... Uh, send us a message on Twitter or tweet us at, yeah. at Too Drunk Podcast. Uh, find us on Facebook, Too Drunk Accountants. Send us an email, Too Drunk Podcast at gmail.com. And if you're feeling very generous, please rate, review, subscribe to our podcast wherever that you listen to that podcast. I'd love some feedback that um, Dan and I budget hard. Mm. If you could write that in a comment, I mean, we budget we'll, hard. we'll give you a shout out. Yeah, just comment anywhere. If you say... We budget hard. Tim and Dan, you budget hard. (laughs) (laughs) I'd give you a real Uh, shout out. Just know that when we get that notification, we'll have a good chuckle. (laughs) (laughs) The moment that comes up, we will laugh for at least three minutes. (laughs) Uh, All right, everybody. Well, thank you for listening and we'll catch you next week. Calculator. Calculator.